Uh, Rabbi Dr. David Hertzberg is with us live via telephone. Not only is uh, Rabbi Dr. David Hertzberg principal of the uh, Yeshiva Flatbush Middle School, he is also the host of Israel at 75. Today, in fact, just an hour from now, a little bit over an hour from now, um, Rabbi Hertzberg will take a look at some of the key episodes in the formation of the State of Israel in its first 75 years. And this week's topic is entitled, The Final Battles. The final 9 a.m. because then you'll have an opportunity to really explore some of the uh, most interesting parts of Israel's early existence. All right, Rabbi Dr. David Hertzberg is with us, and there are a couple of issues that we're going to be discussing in addition to reminding people about the series, which of course is so important, and um, and, uh, and we're proud to present it. Um, you're, you're actually going to be leading an educational journey. Now, there are a lot of tours, and there are a lot of journeys, and there are a lot of uh, trips that take place um, uh, with, uh, uh, you know, with education and with um, educational curriculum in mind. What type of trip, unique trip, are you planning and opening up to people out there? So, actually, the uh, within the Yeshiva Flappish, I'm I'm going to be transitioning positions from middle school principal to the director of the Willie Mess Levine Family Shoah Institute, one of our alumni donated a substantial sum to start a Holocaust Institute to fund our Names That Numbers programs at Witness Theater, but to also develop uh, training students to combat anti-Semitism on campus and Israel advocacy. So as part of that, um, we're going to be uh, developing curriculum on the Yom Kippur War, and this coming August, Bezrat Hashem, on August 2nd, for those people who are going to be in Eretz Israel at the time, we're leading a one-day tour with Victor Kalani in the Golan Heights, the hero of the Yom Kippur War, at Emek Abacha, who will be leading the tour in English uh, about the battle of the, his, his, his experience and the battle on site uh, of the Yom Kippur War. And it's really a unique opportunity to uh, have a tour and learn from one of the heroes of uh, the Israeli army in the beginning of August, and feel free to share my email with anybody who would like any more information about that. And this is, again, just so it's clear, is this for educators, is this for anybody, is this for those who have an interest in what you just described? Who is this geared to? So we're, we're actually gearing it for educators, for people to discuss the battle, the war, and, and really the Yom Kippur was the game changer in the Middle East on so many different levels. But first, we're opening up to the Yeshiva Flappish families and, and high school, school, college students, parents, anyone happens to be there. And then we're going to be opening it up to uh, educators or people who might, uh, whether in schools or schools or wherever the case might be, who want to learn more about the Yom Kippur War as its 50th anniversary is fast approaching. All right, so those of you out there who are interested in participating, uh, Rabbi Hertzberg, what email address should they use? They, D. Hertzberg, that's with a T, one word, D-H-E-R-T-Z-B-E-R-G, at flatbush.org. And again, a reminder, everybody, it's a trip that's uh, being organized for August the 2nd, the guided tour of the Golan, led by a Victor Kalani, Kalani rather, and uh, it is part of... Uh, of the of, of the um, Kipper War projects and the new position that Rabbi Hertzberg is going to be taking now, um, tell us about this because somebody who has been really ensconced in Jewish education and has had a you know a daily dose of interacting with students and affecting them no doubt with your reputation in a very positive manner all these years this is going to be a major transition for you am I overstating it or am I being accurate? 
No, it is a major transition. It's, a, it's an exciting opportunity. It's going to be more research-based, a different type of education, working with students and, and parents and other schools where we're going to be in partnership uh, with Yad Vashem and hopefully the United States Holocaust Memorial Museum. So a lot of uh, interesting projects coming down the line and uh, broadening, our, broadening our scope and hopefully actually reaching out to other schools in the country to um, facilitate these types of studies as well as combating anti-Semitism and Israel advocacy, which really go together at this point in time. So it is a major change for me, but a very, very, you know, Baruch Hashem, exciting opportunity. And is your work going to be geared specifically for middle school and elementary school, or will high schoolers benefit from this? Will there be more of a broader uh, targeted audience than those that you uh, have been uh, uh, supervising over all these years? Uh, this is actually institutional-wide, so it's high school, it's post-high school, it's the parent body, certainly middle school, even, even going, uh, working with elementary school to start different projects at age-appropriate levels, um, and hopefully reaching out to other schools as well for educators to, to really take on this project and work with existing institutes and museums to, uh, you know, it's about educating our, our constituencies and understanding that every person is an ambassador and has a job to do in this regard. Rabbi Dr. David Hertzberg is with us. Obviously, the most uh, uh, common refrain when it comes to Holocaust education is that we are, uh, you know, getting closer and closer to the time where there will be no survivors, and their testimonies and their visits to schools and their interactions with students have been vital, I'm sure, at your school, just like at so many other schools. Uh, do you think, and I know that there's film and obviously videos and a and some very smart projects that have taken place to keep their presentations alive. But, you know, it's not always the same. Uh, have you thought about what it's going to be like going forward? What might either replace or what might be a, uh, you know, something, a good program to implement when we get to that point when survivors' testimonies are going to be very difficult uh, to get face-to-face -to, -face to actually bring to schools and speak to students? That's really the biggest challenge, uh, reading the literature now, what, what are we going to do in a post-survivor uh, reality? But that's, you know, yes, there are technological ideas. I know Yad Vashem is working with holograms, et cetera, et cetera. But that's why it's so important that anybody, however young they may be, once it's age appropriate, to meet survivors, to speak with survivors, to carry on the legacy. I know one of our own students who participated in our Names Not Numbers programs program this year when interviewed, he said, look, when I get older and someone's going to come to me and deny the Holocaust, I'm going to be able to tell them it happened. I spoke to a witness who was there. So that's an important part, getting the kids to their our students, our children to meet survivors so that they can be part of that chain of perpetuating uh, the truth. Yeah, 100%. Um, it must be interesting, and I wonder if you could speak to this point for a moment. Uh, it must be interesting that, that now... So much of your focus is going to be on the Shoah, uh, on uh, the Holocaust and its education. At the same time, uh, you have built a reputation on um, uh, the ability to transmit the early history of the state of Israel, really the first 75 years, not just for our purposes, but in general. I mean, this, is no, this is no secret. It, it must be a very interesting um, academic existence when these two episodes one of the greatest tragedy and one of the greatest victory uh, are, are, you know, studied together and, are, and you're presenting them, uh, not together necessarily, but presenting them uh, to people of all ages 
um, you know, who want to be educated in both areas. Uh, I, I often joke when someone writes a book, for instance, on, on Eicha, I, I joke that they are, that they're, for them it's Tisha B'Av year-round, and if they're writing a book on Megillus Esther, it's Purim year-round. You sort of have, you know, both things going on at the same time. You try to t- if I try to take the approach, first of all, it's the Yad Hashem and everything, and it's all part of our, you know, paraphrasing of the Gemara and Sanhedrin, our path to the ultimate Geula, so they actually all fit together, the different parts of the same, the different parts in an, of, of the, I'll say the same puzzle, so to speak, but they ultimately are leading to the same direction, and we're trying to learn the lessons from the different events, see the Yad Hashem, and learn the lessons for ourselves to make the right decisions moving forward. Yeah, it's a good point, and certainly the right perspective. All right, right, Dr. David Hertzberg is going to be heard on the topic of the final battles in an hour from now right here on the Nahum Siegel Network. He will continue, as you heard, um, uh, throughout the next few weeks until we get to the Yom Kippur War, and that's going to start. The series on the Yom Kippur War is literally going to start during the three weeks here at the Nahum Siegel Network. And, then, and we'll remind people as we get closer and no doubt get Rabbi Hertzberg back on the air. Plus, as you heard, uh, an alumnus from the Yeshiva of Flatbush has donated a significant sum to establish a Holocaust Institute. And Rabbi Hertzberg is becoming the director of that institute. And as part of that and the Yom Kippur War projects that he's uh, involved with, he's organizing a trip, a guided tour of the Golan led by Avigdor Kalani on August the 2nd. Now, I just want to mention, Roy Hertzberg, you know, there are people who are, you know, who've done a lot of things these days. Thank God, you know, they're, they're, people have the resources to go to a lot of different places, uh, certainly to go to Eastern Europe, uh, which so many people have done, uh, to go to different parts of the Jewish world, around the world, uh, to see different communities, both uh, old and current. This this journey that you're doing August second, that you're opening up, uh, both to the Yeshiva Flatbush community and beyond, I don't I don't think people have ever done this as a regular tour. That a leader, that somebody who could a military leader who could certainly speak with expertise about the Golan Heights, the importance of that region and the history of what happened in the battles up there. I don't think this has ever been done uh, as a tour for people, especially, I don't know, maybe in Israel it has, but certainly not from this side of the world. So I, 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 am I right? I'd have to imagine this is a really unique experience. So I believe it is for American educators. For Avigda Kalani does do it for high school students and right before they go into the army. And Israel does it a lot, especially in September. But for us, this is, I do believe, a first-time um, event like this. And plus with an emphasis of not only what happened, but how to teach it and how to communicate the many lessons from the Yom Kippur War. And also the, the, the Yad Hashem. Uh, I was with Avigda two, two summers ago, and we met a group of... People now, Victor is a uh, you know not wearing kippah, but we bumped into a firm group of people, and then one of them popped up and asked the question and said, "Did you think of Hashem at that point?" And I didn't know what he was going to answer, and he said, "As his things running uh, in that battle, he said, uh, let me tell you, I never daven so hard in my life that I should just beat the ram, get to the ramparts before the Syrian tanks get there, because I knew 
this, the existence of the state was on the line. So he said, I never dove in so hard in my life. Yeah. I was in his office years ago. I'm talking about decades ago. And someone who was with us asked him a question and he picked up the Tanakh from his desk, which I'm assuming is still there. I'm assuming he still has a Tanakh yeah. on his desk. And he picked up and, and, you know, and referenced the fact that, you know, it's all in here. You wonder about the possibilities of victory. You wonder about the promise of God. You wonder about, uh, you know, who's protecting the land. And, you know, he lifts up the Tanakh and, uh, and, and, and reaffirms that he, no matter what his background is, understands uh, the greater message and the uh, high uh, spiritual message that we need to keep in mind when Israel is at war with the enemy. Uh, Rabbi Hertzberg, I congratulate you on all this. Give the email address one more time for anybody who wants to join you on this unique tour. D. Hertzberg, that's D-H-E-R-T-Z-B-E-R-G, one word, at flatbush.org. All right. So if you want to, if you have an interest in anybody out there in the world of education, uh, the lay people in our community, anybody who'd like to be part of that tour, it's a unique opportunity take advantage. And down the road, in addition to speaking about the series you're doing with us, Rabbi Hertzberg, we'll have a chance to talk about your new position as uh, things develop. And we wish you a mazal tov on that and continued success with everything. Thank you so much, Nachum. Have a wonderful day. Always a pleasure to check in with Dr. David Hertzberg on a uh, Rosh Chodesh Tammuz morning at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world of web at NachumSegal.com and the NachumSegal Network and, of course, any beloved NSN app.